I'm prepared for the future and the top five, but not looking back. Well, so, I'm more prepared for looking back than I am for the future, that's so that's perfect. perfect. Uh, do you want to call it looking back and looking forward? We should just call it episode 1000. Episode 1000. Episode 1000. <laughs> I thought about that, but we can't call it. I'd say either have no title. Yeah, or... no title. Okay. So just episode 1000. Just episode 1000. Okay. I, I'm fine with that. Okay. Are we going to say it together then? Uh, no. We have, to, we have to do something. How about I'll, I'll say episode and you say 1000. You say it. You start it and I'll say 1000 with you. Okay. Episode 1000. Told you. Did it work? <laughs> lost everybody welcome to the sci-fi christian bringing you theology at warp speed i'm ben anderson i'm ben devono there was a lot of conversation of how can we do this title and ben was against us doing it together and i was for it and you be the judge listeners i think i was right i I think like so many things over the last thousand episodes (laughs) i was right episode 1000 they said we couldn't make it and here we are they said we couldn't make it in this calendar year and i proved them wrong it's true do you know that uh Shania Twain song. Looks like we made it. Yeah. We, we should we, we close out the episode singing that to each other. Oh my goodness. Wow. I mean, this is such a celebration for me. I'm so happy to be here for this episode. I was looking forward to it all day as I was driving home from work today, just thinking you'll be here soon and we'll be doing this episode. We just got done with a great episode 999, but uh, this episode's all about looking, this one will be okay too. Yeah, we're looking back yeah. and looking ahead. So Ben, why don't you tell everyone your idea that we ended up going with for this episode? Well, 1,000 episodes, that's a lot. Uh, 10 plus years, almost 11 years at this point. Really? Yeah, so in in January, so we're recording here on November 23rd, 2021, and on January 11th, 2022, it'll be 11 years of podcasting together, well, for the Sci-Fi Christian. Right, and and so I think that when you reach milestones, it's uh, part of why I like milestones, and and even, you know, people will, you know, New Year's is just a day. Well, okay, but milestones are helpful. I think we were talking a little bit, very briefly, in the last episode about liturgy, and why is it comforting? I think part of why it's comforting is that introduces those sort of natural touch points and i i think that humans need those and so i in terms of the podcast it's like this is a a wonderful thing um uh, to have this chance to kind of reflect on where we've gone and how might we change in the future obviously 11 years lots has changed Mm -hmm. uh both personal life where we are recording how we are recording that's true uh all of that the style of the show uh, the types of things we talk about or don't talk about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's evolved, uh, and I think that's fantastic. Yeah. I also think that you know where it's worth uh, looking forward isn't to say, well, here's what we're gonna change starting in episode one thousand and one, because I think what I love about our evolution over the last eleven years is how natural it's been, uh, and I I think that's the key. If you don't if you're not changing, you're dying, and so to continue to let the show evolve. And uh, I see the looking forward as more speculation on what that might look like mm-hmm. um, rather than here's what we're doing starting next week. It's like, no, just let the show continue to evolve. Yeah, I think it's a good point because if you've been with us for a long time, you know there's been different series or segments or just different things that we, for a while, are a big part of the show. Yeah. And then at some point, we're not going to mention it. It just all of a sudden it goes away. And it's it was not necessarily a plan of ours to have things be short-lived or long-lived. We can just feel when something's run its course. Yeah, and I, I, it's not planned, but I do plan to not try and continue to force things, if that makes sense. This is exactly what I was going to say. I, I think that 
I, I hope that we're I you know sometimes it's hard to not to say good things about ourselves, but I'll try to be humble in saying I think we're good at not forcing things. It's, and when, it's, and if between the two of us, I'll probably try to force because I uh, I'm sentimental and I like yeah I, I I like continuing something. So I think I probably try to force things more than you. But I think together as a unit, we probably know when to say goodbye to certain things. Well, to me, it's actually an intentional lesson I learned from um, Monty Python. So Monty Python has this principle in their comedy, especially in the sketch show, where everybody's seen like the the ten ton weight that crashes yeah. down at the end of a sketch, or the foot that comes down and stops. Where that arose out of is when they were writing their sketches, they realized, okay, this sketch is hilarious, but then when we get to the point where we have to end it, it it stops being funny, and we're just having an ending for the sake of having an ending. And so better to just let it die, let yeah. it cut it off. And that I I've kind of tried to adapt that principle for the way we do bits, and that. Don't keep it going and then have some grand finale, the final yeah. Stan Lee quote of the week. I, yeah, I was like, let it of, die. I was actually thinking of Moon News. Yeah, Moon News is a perfect example. But I'm, we'd still, I mean, who knows? Maybe Moon News will come back. Exactly. We're not it, forcing it, it. Exactly. It's just let it die. Don't don't feel like you have to artificially continue or end something. That's the Monty Python lesson. Yeah. And I think it's brilliant. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about where we've come from. I did today, earlier today, maybe two or three hours ago as we record here, I listened to episode one, took it down a few notes just to see what were we like back then, what kind of things did we uh, discuss in those opening episodes. And I, I stumbled upon this, just to be totally honest. I knew we talked about things we liked. I didn't know that we actually formatted it in a top five. So later in this episode, episode 1000, I'll tell you what Ben's top five favorite current things back in 2011 were. And mine, of course, also. And then our top five, how do we name it? It was called all-time top five favorite things as of now. We put that in parentheses right. because we knew it's always changing. And, and I think, like, right now, we would probably do an episode on literally our top five things and include, like, anything in that. This was specifically things in relation to the topic of the show, right? Well, no, it, yeah, it was sci-fi things. And it was a way for the listeners in the episode yeah. one to get to know who we are, what types of things do we like. Right. But, like, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't, you know, now I would do that and put, like, beer on there. That's not the type of things <laughs> we had on that list. No, there was, you did not list beer. <laughs> right, that's, right. That's a good point. So should we talk a little bit about how we've changed in the last thousand episodes? Yeah. I mean, well, you mentioned even just in life. I, I always do like, I think it's worth mentioning. So we started in January 2011. I was not married at that point. So obviously no kids also. Uh, I, that was two, kind of three jobs away from where I am now. Um, I was living with Ryan Strelo of Ryan Strelo Studios. All right. Which is, not. I was going to say that's where we started recording. But I, I think we did do the first uh, life report. At, at, my, at, at my house. Or at Skip's house. Or at Skip's house. Yeah, but for the but, Sci-Fi yeah. Christian, I think the Sci-Fi yeah. Christian started at my house. So 20, January 2011, where were you at in life? You had kids at that yeah, point. Yeah, I had two kids. I, I was married. Right. Uh, I was not Catholic. Yeah, that was a big change. I, I didn't really have any plans to become Catholic mm. at that point. That yeah. was still a year away. In 2011, I was pursuing a degree to become a pastor, Yeah, which I did not do. I yeah. did not become a pastor. Uh, I I was part time at Epic Life Church, also pursuing my uh, masters of theology. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I was a pastor, but not not in like a getting paid for it sense. Yeah, in January 2011, both of us were pursuing a degree, the same degree at the same college, but we were on different. We were in different cohorts, so right. although we had many of the same classes, 
and we had lots of things we could talk about in common. We never wait. We took Greek together. I was say, yeah, that's right. We we had very few classes together, almost none, except for Greek one and two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just the, in 2011, it right. was the summer of 2011. We took Greek together. There, there's a uncensored feed story from from that class that I won't share here, but it should, would be a good uncensored episode. Okay, let's do it. I don't know what you're talking about, okay. so I'm interested. Okay, it's it's one of my favorite stories, actually. Okay, I can't uh, wait to hear about it. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, so we were doing that. Uh, in ter- you mentioned work. Uh, I was doing the same type of thing in that I was doing uh, IT work, but I was self-employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm, I'm in middle management, you know. That's exciting. Yeah, and, uh, you made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah, lots has changed. In, 20, lots changed. in 2011, I knew my wife existed. Like, I knew who she was. Uh, Des and I were, we had mutual friends. Uh, we may have even been friends on Facebook by this time, but we were not close at all. And it wasn't until a year after we started podcasting. So, 2012 is when Des and I first really started connecting. So, um, yeah, I was going to say I didn't know her, but that wouldn't be true. I met her in 2010 but really barely knew her for two more years. So that was life back then. We might think of more things to mention, but Ben, I do want to say, right when you got here, I asked my daughter, who's seven, to take some pictures of us. I changed into this sci-fi Christian shirt, and you have not mentioned that once. Oh, it looks great. Thank you. Where's your, where's <laughs> Can your I tell you what I was shirt? thinking? I was thinking what we should have done for the photos is then we swap shirts, <laughs> but don't mention it. And then I would just be like, you know, you let people slowly figure like it out. I like, put yeah, your yeah, polo yeah, on. Exactly. Then I'm wearing the Sci-Fi Christian shirt. <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, so, you know, this the shirt is from our... Well, I didn't uh, want to be stripping in front of your dog i understand it's from our our podcast store which you might not know exists because we, we should revive it we haven't really plugged it for about seven or more years but yeah maybe we should bring it back well with some updated things i'm not going to say specifically what it is but you know we sold a ben is right mug and let's just say that alan let me no, know I, I, it's, I, I, it's it's close to becoming obscene so <laughs> yeah so we had mugs shirts I mean, we should maybe we should put a link in this uh, on this Facebook post. Maybe I'll put a link. I don't know if the store the store is actually working still. I think it's still out there. I believe I checked it out this year. Okay, so if it is, it is. Maybe I should get a new shirt. So (laughs) So, yeah, tell me some more about what you have from going backwards. Yeah, so I I have five. I'm not going to say these are the top five ways we've changed, but there are five that stood out to me when I was thinking about it. Uh, The first one is I think when we. Uh, started out, our name is the Sci-Fi Christian. We made a, a very strong effort to be sci-fi and Christian in every episode. Mm-hmm. And obviously that's changed. I think that uh, what we do now, we tend to, we, we don't necessarily look to have, we have to have an explicitly Christian angle or an explicitly sci-fi angle, but I think our our approach to science fiction, to pop culture, to narrative pervades everything we do, as does our theological underpinnings. So it's gone from it's got to be overt everything to, no, it undergirds everything. Sometimes, like in the episode we just did on Vatican II, it it takes on a prominent role for one or both of those. Uh, sci-fi didn't factor into Vatican II, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean. But That we know of. That we know of. But, but it definitely, you know, it, it informs everything we do. And I, I think that works a lot better, honestly. To yeah. me, the interest I have in in podcasts that have you know finding God in Dune, like I I, I would just I would rather uh, jump off a building than listen to that episode. This point you're bringing up is my number one point because 
it was part of our early mission. In fact, if you one of your closing statements on the first episode that I just listened to it, uh, is ne- so we had given our favorite things, which mostly were just sci-fi and pop culture related. So you said next week we're going to tie more into God since this week was more sci-fi. And it's like you at that point felt like we need to balance it out. Then we go to episode two and it's essentially I mean, this might be the exact title. Are aliens compatible with God or with the Bible? Right. And we did a lot of is blank compatible yeah. with the Bible. And, but you got sick of that fast. I was actually, I probably would have been fine to continue that for a little while longer, but you got, you were over that pretty quickly. And and that's where it's kind of like the jokes stuff. I I would rather kill something like that. And because I, I think that's things like that have come up over the years, not just with, with gags and jokes. I would rather kill something like that uh, too soon than too late. I think it's always better to end too soon than it is end too late. Yeah. And that applies on a series level. It even applies with episodes. It's better to end an episode too early than to have it be those last 10 minutes that drag on for an eternity. Yeah, and that is something interesting. I don't think we've mentioned this, although we have done a lot of um, reminiscing on on past, this, especially in this year of 2021. Uh, something we haven't really mentioned is there's a feel between us when it's going too long. I, I mean, Yeah, I agree. Or, or we don't even have to really say it. We just know time to wrap this thing up. <laughs> Yeah. And that just probably just comes from podcasting over and over and then having to go back and listen to yourself, which I know you don't necessarily listen yeah, over. But you you can feel when there's momentum yeah. moving away from the conversation. And I, and I think that's kind of – you have to rely on your instincts, and that's how I rely on even when we're talking about those series. It's like well, – it's just there's a time to move on. That's why I'm fine with some of our episodes. In fact, 999 and some of the other like Surprised by Pope episodes, they're going over an hour, but we could – I feel like we'd be able to tell if it was going too long. I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. And, and I kind of look at like those early is blank compatible with Christianity. Those were like our booster rockets. You know, it's like they, they're not meant to last that long. They they help get us off the ground. They yeah. help build that early audience. And but we don't need them after that. And really, it's it's not the best formula. Yeah. And I, I guess I would say it's possible that I think if the, somebody was going to critique us, it's possible we do too many movie reviews or book reviews, although that it is fun, those are fun and easy to do. Uh, and I usually like getting your insights unless you strongly disagree with me. But if I think back to season one, <laughs> so you usually don't like getting my <laughs> insights. Uh, but if I think back to season one, we wanted to review Adjustment Bureau, but then we tied in, well, let's talk about free will and predestination too. So it was a lot of like now looking back, that feels a little forced. Yeah. It feels like that should have been two episodes. And that's what I that I think that's that's the key is that to it's not that you can't to go back to like finding God in Dune. It's not that you can't have a a rich conversation around the themes of Dune and some of those are going to tie into theology. In fact, we've we've done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the material lends itself to that, but it is like when you set out to we're going to do the Dune Bible study. You're you're forcing something that doesn't need to be forced. The material is rich enough on its own where you just speak into that and 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 those elements are going to come out. As soon as you start heading down the road, it's like you've you've thrown blinders on. Like, we're going to look at this from this perspective only. And it's it's boring. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you give I have another point that I might add, to, uh, add on to that, but go ahead and take your uh, next. Well, I think the next one is that uh, I, I have arrived at the obvious conclusion. I should have seen it 11 years ago that pop culture is trash. Yeah, you weren't there. Irredeemable. You were not there in 2011. <laughs> no, but definitely I'm anti, you know, almost all pop culture. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, even things like, 
I went to Ghostbusters Afterlife, and and man, movie started so strong that it just became trash. And I won't spoil how, mm-hmm. but it, you know, just so disappointing to see all this trash that's out there. So then, from your perspective, I saw that you took your two kids with you, yeah. or two of your kids. Uh, is the fact that you got to have some time with them, and, and it, like, did that cover over it, or was it? No, I I can separate the yeah. two. I'm glad I had fun with my kids. Mm-hmm. And did they like it? Uh, yeah, but they're kids. They, yeah. They, well, they're developing a good taste. Mm-hmm. Like Owen, my 11-year-old, uh, disliked all the prequels, Star Wars prequels, and all the sequels. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of yeah. that. Uh, and so these developing tastes, but it's a work in progress. Uh, so I can separate the two. Like I can say I had a fun time with my kids, and that movie wasn't good. Yeah. Those aren't, you know, you don't have to affirm one or deny the other. You said some things during episode one uh, about... Uh, I like you had you were already at that point reading reviews of things, but you're a little bit more open. For example, I see that I mentioned I had just watched the first episode of an NBC show that's I'm sure a lot of people have forgotten existed. It was called The Cape. Do you remember that? Show? I, I do remember that's that's kind of like how you're watching La Brea now. <laughs> so you you mentioned that you were kind of interested, but the reviews weren't good, and at the point you're at in your life, you just didn't have time to watch something that's okay. Uh, yeah. and you didn't quite get to Sturgeon's Law, but and maybe you didn't know it existed in 2011, but you could see you're kind of dancing around that idea. And so if I talk about a way that I've changed personally, I still love pop culture in a different way than you, but I'm moving in a direction where Sturgeon's Law does play a, a factor. Well, I, I do not love pop culture, so it definitely would be in a <laughs> yes. different way than me. So Sturgeon's Law plays a factor in my viewing choices today which it didn't before and i'm still evolving in my viewing habits but even 2021 matt is different than 2019 matt i'd say yeah and and that's interesting because i think what you're describing and and i think you're accurate uh, i was applying it in a more pragmatic way i don't have time for it now it's like if I had time for it, I would still hate it. Right. Uh, so you are a lot more open to things yeah, yeah. in 2011. Ten years from now, you'll be where I am now, and I'll just be railing against the entire medium <laughs> of television. Like, you know, if it's yeah. not 500 years old, don't touch it. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to give another one? Yeah. Why don't you go ahead? Uh, read-alongs. I think this has been one oh. of the cool things that's emerged, and maybe even more yeah. recently, whether it's uh, Dante and kind of a a beta form mm-hmm. or you know what we've done now with dune and moby dick over on the extra feeds mm-hmm. uh those have been a huge highlight for me and right. i think are some of my favorite things we've done yes yeah, so well t- i'll talk about it later but what i would consider three of my favorite books period have come out of those read no four actually i'm just gonna say it it'll be a little bit of spoilers for later but moby dick most recently uh dune we've, we've read that twice but especially in the in the read-along uh, that I, I loved it even more. Uh, Paradise Lost, and then most of all, the Divine Comedy. Yeah, I got so much out of the deep dives that we did, and yeah, it does make me wonder: Are there things that we read separately, and then just had one episode about that maybe I would have liked even more if we had done this analysis over time? Uh, it's possible. Yeah, but yeah. Well, in comparison, in 2011, I wasn't a big reader. I didn't. I did some audiobooks, not that much, right. and even fewer like physical books and we tried to do a read-along in 2011 we tried to uh do stephen king's the stand that's right you made a schedule i, didn't I started go well. it i think some of the listeners started it we 
we didn't do it then, but we did come back to the stand a few years later, and I think we might have joked about following right. the, the read-along plan, but you had made a whole reading schedule. Yeah, I remember that. But we weren't doing a deep dive style. Yeah. We were just going to read it and then review it. Maybe I need that yeah. weekly check-in. I Yeah, deep dive's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say this, that in the first episode, I intro by saying we're going to tell you about ourselves, and then I joked, and then the listeners can choose their side. And at the time, of course, <laughs> I'm, 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 I was totally joking because... We were both very neutral towards each other's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> now there's naked hostility. Yeah. But since then, we have diverged a lot in yeah. that. And so I do think today, even though that was a joke in 2011, today listeners do kind of have a side where they like us both, but they may find themselves agreeing more with me or with you on certain things. I agree. Uh, so... Yeah, it was all all the all roads lead to me though eventually. It was a little foreshadowing of our, of our division. Yeah, that's what it is. You either get on <laughs> get on board with Ben or you stop listening. You're you're, you're like the lobby. You're where people hang out while they're deciding which way they're going to go. How many people do you think have stopped listening because they hated your opinion so much? <laughs> Probably a lot. Earlier on, I think now at this point we've gotten to the point where if we, you're still with us. <laughs> We yeah, we've had some angry listeners, but I, you like that. I do like that. You, you kind of like that. Well, and I like fighting with them too, which I try not to do because I know that you don't like that. That was yeah, we, uh, yeah. I that's true. We we don't have to get into it, but I don't like when you fight with listeners. <laughs> uh, okay, so next one I have. Well, sorry. Go ahead. I guess I just wanted to say, I, I we've emphasized this a lot in the beginning of the show. You, I don't know that you were holding back. You weren't as you were opinionated, but not as negatively. Opinionated. It was a first date. No, 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 no. You're, I mean, it wasn't just the first episode. I'm saying no, no it was a first, first date. Okay. It's like that's how you behave on a first date. So, okay, I do want to ask you: Do you think you've changed because yeah. of the podcast, or do you? Th- well, I'm be, saying because po- of is tough. Because of because of is tough. I don't know if I'd say. Did I force of... you to become more opinionated? I mean, like, I, I, no, I... Matt, you cannot watch every Marvel movie, <laughs> right? No, I think there's an ask. I think that's true. I haven't really thought about it in those terms, but I, my gut reaction is, yeah, that's that's probably true to some extent. Like, you know, there, there's if I I'm not exposed to somebody who's super into pop culture, maybe it's just like this thing that's out there and it's not my thing, but whatever. But then it's like, no. You know, I have to take a righteous stand on some things, and <laughs> that led to further righteous stands. Yeah. So at what point? I guess I'm trying to find when. I don't know how to put this. When did things change for you? Where you did? I, I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Where you right. started to really like? I can't. I can't stand this thing in pop culture. Do you? Do you pinpoint a route? Yeah, like, uh, approximately? So, so before the podcast, it would be Pirates of the Caribbean. 3. Okay, yeah, like that. I've d- talked about how yes. that's the movie that broke me. Yeah, I, I think that was that, and then you know it was as Marvel started really going, and I, if people might forget, I I was excited for and saw several, yes. almost all the early MCU with me, movies. a lot yeah, of them, a I lot mean, of them. I think all the way. I think you watched uh, through Guardians one. Or even further than that, Guardians One was 2014. Yeah, Dude. I mean, I, I've seen. I I don't know if I, I think there's probably some I missed along the way, yeah. but yeah, probably about up to there. And then I think it really started with Iron Man Two for me uh, because I was like, I was so excited for this movie, and then I I came out of it and I didn't like it. And then thinking about why I didn't like it, like that was the movie where so much of it was about setting up the next thing. Yes, yes. 
And then I was cold on Thor and I was cold on Captain America. The, you know, the Avengers was great, but it was like, wait a second, what's really going on here? And then you, you start to kind of look at this and be like, okay, we're not actually telling the story. We're setting up the next story. And I know that's a simplification. And then, uh, you know, you have varying degrees to which that's the case. But it's like, at that point, you're just getting frustrated by this. This isn't actually telling a story. This is just setting up the next thing. I think that was part of it. I think the trip to Disney World definitely contributed <laughs> to it. I was like, okay, this is this is there's this is trash. This yeah. isn't just me not enjoying it. This is like there's actually something here. And obviously I'm playing it up, but there's actually something here that's exploitive that I don't like yeah. on a visceral level. And then I think you look at like Star Wars. That was a you know, Force Awakens. So this is a gradual thing. This is several years into the show. But what was Force Awakens was twenty fifteen. 2015. Yeah, so this is four years into the show. And I think you watch that, it's like, okay, but we just remade the whole thing, the, the, the original thing. And then you realize, wait a second, they're just going to milk this for everything it's worth. And you, it's really just watching this play out. And then you see that, and it, it really calls calls a lot of uh, assumptions into question. And it, it I'm, the part I'm not exaggerating about when I, you know, I talk about Disney or anything is that, or even pop culture as a whole, and this doesn't apply to everything, but I do think there's an exploitive element to it. I really, mm -hmm. really do in that it wants to consume as much of you as possible. And I don't think that's a good thing. Like, I think, especially when you think about like, what role does story and narrative play on a human psycho psychological level and on a archetypal level for us? It's like, well, does that mean that Fun movies are inherently bad. No. Does that mean superhero movies are inherently bad? No. But what, what I don't like, like what I actually do feel moral repulsion on, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that, I really mm -hmm. do believe this, is that when you have a, a company that's in the business of telling stories and they are trying to block out everything else and they're telling stories in such a way where the goal is not the normal archetypal function that stories fun uh, form, but actually almost getting you addicted to come back for more. Uh, you know, is that morally corrupt in the way that war crimes are? <laughs> no, but is there something exploitive and morally wrong about that? I do believe there is. Okay. All right. Go ahead with your next point there. <laughs> so no, I, I wouldn't I, have given that ranted. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, okay. I just quickly say, I don't want to just ignore what you said. Yeah. Good points. And if you do think of something, I'll just take Disney plus, for example, which do you want to mention this or not? Yeah, my family subscribed. His family subscribed, listeners. So Ben DeBono. Sometimes your family stabs you in the back. <laughs> it's like, are we going to hang up a swastika flag too while we're at it? All right. So that might be a little strong. So Disney Plus, I'll take that as an example. It would be strong, and I would not approve of it if they were to do such a thing. I would take it down. Thank you. So Disney Plus, they're trying to, I mean, they're pumping out new material, and Netflix does this too, every week. So yeah. I think what I hear you saying is, that's all part of the plan to to get you to consume theirs. They want to trap you, basically. Yeah, it trap goes back to that the, curation episode we did, curation yeah. versus the algorithm. The algorithm is not about, like, the whole purpose of curation, if I'm curating something, you know, I curate a book list or a movie list, maybe there's some that are good, some that aren't, some that work for you, some that don't. Okay, but I'm curating something with care. Mm -hmm. And to, to say, like, if I was to, to give you my 25 favorite movies, like, these are movies that mean something to me. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you're going to like all of them. 
maybe you hate some of them, but they mean something to me. And then we can have a conversation about that. We can, and, and like this even happened a little bit when we were texting, when you were watching the thin red line, it's like, you didn't like that movie. It, it, it isn't your thing, yeah. but yet there's something profound in that movie that, that for me and for other people has moved us on this visceral yeah. level. Even if you don't like it, like there's something there we can respond to. And that's the curation. That's the power of that. And it's like, no, this story moved me because of X, Y, and Z. I get you didn't like it because of ABC, but, yeah. but can you, see this can you at least see this that doesn't exist with the algorithm the algorithm exists to keep you consuming well period i know we're going to keep talking about the past but i want to quickly say uh, on this point of curation as we look forward and how can things change i do kind of feel like has this things that we want to experience by episode 1050 has that run its course a little bit like i feel like for me it's sort of becoming uh, a chore uh, more than it yeah, felt I mean, like in the Maybe past. it's time for it to die. But what I thought could could be fun, possibly, is uh, what if I give you, I tell you, here are, let's say that, that we're trying to get to 20. Here are 40 things I'm I'm interested in. You pick your favorite. Ben, you pick your favorite. Uh-huh. And I'll, and so my whole 20 will be actually kind of picked by me in the sense that I've provided the pool, but then you extract from the pool. So you'll be like, Definitely not that superhero thing, but yes, yeah. take persona. I I, I think it's an interesting. So it could idea. be a way to just mix things up a little bit. I, like, I I like something along those lines because also I it will help me avoid you being like, why did you choose to watch this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, All let, right. let me keep going. Yes. So the the number four way I have that we've changed is that we have other things we do, whether it's like the Game of Thrones videos or, you know, I put up a couple of Facebook posts reviewing the early Wheel of Time episodes. We have these extra things, and early on we had, you know, people blogging. But I think it's been, like, it's it's more clear now than ever that our identity is the podcast. Mm -hmm. Yes, those other things might pop up. We might do them for a while. They might go away. But this is about the podcast. It's, I think, early on, there was some idea of maybe wanting to turn this into, you know, the podcast plus all these other things. Mm-hmm. And it's not that it's, it's the podcast or it hasn't been able to, we haven't been able to sustain that. Well, and, and I don't, I don't think that's our identity. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that's good. Like I, I actually kind of like the way we do that. Uh, now, if we want to do a video on something, we do a video, but yeah. then it's not like, Oh, we got to do a video every week. No, yeah. we do the podcast and then if we want to do something else, we do it. Yeah. And if we don't want to do it, we don't do it. And if there's two years in between having a, a thought that's worthy of going on a YouTube video, then it's two years. Yeah. yeah I remember early on, there you did quite a few book reviews on YouTube. Uh, a lot. Yeah. Not just Game of Thrones. All sorts of things. Uh, and now I'm starting to catch up to wanting to, to read some of those books. So I, I believe you did Cryptonomicon, for example. Yeah. And that's on uh, my list of things I'm going to experience by 1050. So... At that point, then I'll go back and watch a video that you made, probably in 2011, probably about that book. Uh, so it'll be interesting, or maybe I'll make it an episode so I can just listen to it here. <laughs> there you go. And then the last thing I have is that, uh, and this was maybe most painfully felt in season two, uh, but also is felt even like what you mentioned when I go and do you know a book review, and we have things we've done on yeah. our own. Uh, the sci-fi Christian is you and me, mm-hmm. period. I mean, yep. it can, it does, it can, it, there can be segments that exist without one of us, but this show works as you and me, period. But I do like the idea that someday when I die, you'll keep it going without me. Is that true? No. <laughs> or someday I have to retire and then you keep going. 
You find a new co-host. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I really want it to keep going. I, I like. The, I I would like it to be a legacy. That's when it just needs to die. Ooh. All right. Well, we'll see. Uh, okay. This is okay. Uh, along these lines, I don't have this in my notes, but I was thinking about this at one point. Uh, well, not one point. Back around episode five hundred, I just had my first kid. I was starting to feel a little bit of the stress of I don't know how to balance right work, family, church stuff. And then also podcasting. And there were a lot of conversations, and they were sort of joking, but sort of serious. Like, should we wrap up at five hundred? And yeah. uh, we obviously didn't do that. Church had to go. And then, and then, and then, as we get to episode one thousand, never a conversation about let's wrap up with episode one thousand. So at this point, since we missed those milestones, I think what will happen if this podcast ever ends, one of us decides to leave, it'll just be will quietly disappear. <laughs> like, we may have a goodbye episode, but it's going to be not a milestone. It'll be, like, some so I, random number. I do have a note on that in my looking forward. Oh. Okay. I don't know if you want to transition to that or if you had well, more in looking back. I have some back. more looking back. Well, why don't you give those, and then I, I can give my opinion. I thought this then. was just interesting. Uh, even as early as the first episode, we know we're going to be doing the current pop culture news with our main topic. Yeah. And, of course, during season one, we combine them into both and in season two we split them off and so we're doing two episodes a week or more so here's just some of the news that we recovered I, I just nothing too serious here but we talked about the upcoming hobbit movie Ugh. that was the first the first uh piece of news we gave and then after you gave that piece of news i asked you the question i often ask you what other news do you have and you said that was it <laughs> <laughs> some some things don't change some things don't change uh I after talking about the cape, after I gave a little mini review, I said that I was worried that the event was going to get canceled, right. <laughs> which it did. <laughs> and it then, did. And then we both suspected that V, the the remake, yeah. would get canceled, and it also did. And that was about the end of news for us. Uh, and then at the end of the episodes, and now after we'd given our top five things, which we're about to discuss, um, I already said you said we should tie more into God next week, and so you gave these ideas for. Or I kind of asked you what topics do you think we'll be discussing in the coming weeks. You said you think we'll do a Green Hornet movie review, which, which we, we, we did, did on video, but yeah. I, is this the one that we never released? Or is no, that, it, no, that, yeah, that, that, that one's that, out there. Yeah. So Green Hornet movie review is Jesus a Zombie, which ended up being episode seven. Our parallel universe is possible, which we did, and I want to say around episode 20. That was a little more into the summer. And then this one, I don't think we ever did in season one. How does time travel fit in with God? Yeah. So there, that's what we plan to have happening next. But uh, that's that. So okay, should we look ahead? Yeah. So should we should we look all the way ahead to the end? Well, what were you? I said that thing about yeah. when it ends, and yeah, what what did you think? Well, because I I mean I, I I've I've thought about that. Like, when do you call it? Yeah. And I don't think it's just an arbitrary thing. So here's my answer on when we call it, or at least for me. And this is outside of something happens where we just can't do yeah. it anymore. Life's too busy, whatever. But barring something like that, all things being equal. I think it's when we don't have anything to say. Mm-hmm. I think that if and we, that's that's a common yeah, theme you've said. I've heard absolutely. you say this about many things, but go ahead. Yeah, once we reach the point where we're just spinning our wheels, and and you go through lulls of that, so it doesn't mean like oh we they I've heard him talk about this before. Mm-hmm. That must mean the it's over. No, but like once we reach the point where I don't feel like we're adding anything to the conversation, it's time to be done. Yeah, it's as simple as that. Yeah, I think that's. I think so. Do you agree with what I said? At some random episode, we're going to be like, you know what? For, yeah, this might not be. It I might not be as, quite as abrupt as that, I, but yeah, you know, it's going to be like I'll just make up a number twelve fifty four. Yeah. We'll be like, you know what? I think we're done for a little while. We're not saying goodbye forever. It will go on hiatus, just like the life report. Right. <laughs> well, it's like, oh, you know, we don't really have anything to say right now. Mm-hmm. 
that's when the show would be done. And you wouldn't want it to continue beyond that because at that point we like for me anyway, I become what I hate. You know, <laughs> like oh. I, I wouldn't want that. Like, are we consuming people's time right. with nonsense? Yeah. So as I was thinking about the future, for some reason, I was thinking of episode 2000. Like, where will we be? Or what will it look like yeah. in a thousand episodes? So essentially 10 years. So here are some quick facts. In 10 years. I'll be on my 12th kid. <laughs> in 10 years, I'll be 49 years old. Yeah. I'll, I will have a 17-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 12-year-old, which is nuts. Uh, I... Like I would think that at that point, with with those kids and your kids, I would imagine our frequency would change, right? Like, because right now we meet every Tuesday night. We record for from five to seven thirty p.m. <laughs> we get, we in the midst of that, we can produce between three to five episodes. Like tonight, we're doing two, uh, but uh, three to five or more, yeah. depending on how short they are. But yeah, I could see potentially over the next ten years, we might be like, you know what? Maybe every two weeks. <laughs> It could something be. I mean, like and we did that for a while. Yeah. I think uh, after was, when I moved, right, or maybe after our it was third? after one of your 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 yeah. kids was born. We did that for a while, yeah. and we did it for several months. So, I mean, that can happen. It depends on what's going on with the kids. Like, you know, how old will you be in ten years? I'll be forty six. Okay. So, do you? Th- and my kids will be twenty three, yeah. twenty one, seventeen, fifteen, thirteen, and eleven. Isn't it crazy to think that ten years? Like when I look back at 2011, it does seem like a long time ago, but in the grand scheme of things, it's not that long ago. See, and I have the opposite reaction to you. Like if anything, it will be easier to yeah. meet at that point because some of them will be out of the house, I hope, and <laughs> they'll, they'll be there's enough where they can drive each other yeah. to things. Like the thing right now is we're driving everyone everywhere. Yeah. Well, I guess what, I, what I'm kind of saying is it's hard to imagine that we will have put in 20 years of podcasting, but yeah. I'm sure 10 years ago, what have... Like if we were really being honest with ourselves, even though we joked about you know having a million episodes, did we really think ten years from then we would be, be- still doing this? I don't right. know. I'm not sure if I would have thought this is going to be a ten year commitment. Well, you can't think of that. Like you have to think of the next episode, yeah, or we think of sometimes the next two three weeks yeah. or something like that. And that, that's all you can do, you know. And that's all you should do, mm-hmm. unless we're planning some large. Like obviously we've thought about episode one thousand for a while and everything, but even there we didn't really plan anything until last week. Last week. But yeah, I don't think you should. And that doesn't mean that the show is perpetually three weeks away from being over. <laughs> but so, it, so enjoy it while you can. But I mean, and, and even when I think like when we try and a lot of times when we, we've had episodes we thought of and never gotten to, they just, their time has passed and we don't do them. Yeah. That, sometimes it does bum me, bum me out. Like if you have an idea that I think is good, yeah. but then for whatever reason we don't get to it and then you're kind of less into the idea and you don't even really want to do it. Yeah. It, it does sort of bum me out. So there's still ideas that you had from like season one that I just, that Maybe I ruminate, time will come I ruminate on. <laughs> like the, that, that, if I quit. That's what you can do, the lost episodes. <laughs> and you can you can bring up the topic and you can speculate on what, what my what, take yes. would have been. Okay, that's good. Aside by Christian, it could be you and Brian. Oh, perfect. <laughs> Brian is the historian yes. and you can discuss. This is like I'm dead somewhere. <laughs> and, and, and you guys are doing sci-fi Christian, the lost episodes. All right, so what have we got next for the future? I've got some future things still. I mean, just, uh, you know, I think there's an open question of as... The whole media landscape has changed so much in the last 10 years for how, you know, you post podcasts and social media. I, I think it's an evolving question of how do we reach new listeners? And that's that's something that we probably haven't given enough thought to in the last several years. And maybe we, maybe we need to, to think about that. Mm-hmm. I yeah, know. I would say 
season one, we were very intentional of, uh, yeah, trying to reach out to podcasting communities and and getting our name out there. I don't know. In the last several years, I'm not sure you and I have ever had a, a serious conversation of how can we expand our audience. Right. But people are there. There we can yeah. see from the downloads. People are listening. People are listening. So they but they find us because our name is the simplest thing to find. Right. You want science fiction and <laughs> right. Christianity? That's why we get something. I mean, I, I did put us on Spotify a couple of years ago. I think that I was think, the last big thing. Yeah, we did. I think there's others that we're not on. Yeah. I, I can't even think of what they're called. So maybe maybe there's a point next year where we just really even take a couple weeks off of recording to just focus on on that and get a strategy together. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah, listeners, if you have a or like if Brian you, wants to do it. If you're stuck listening on the website because we, we're not in your podcast, <laughs> right. let us know. Because right we, now... We are 10 years out of date. Yes. I I exclusively use... I don't even know if it's called this anymore. iTunes. Do they even, I'm not even sure if that's a thing anymore. I think it's a thing, but nobody uses it. So I, that, I use the podcast app on Apple to... On your computer. Uh, no, on my phone. Oh, yeah. I, the phone one's different, though. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I... But it was on iTunes, and then it just became the podcast yeah, that, app. That's how I get it. So that's how I do it. Yeah. So uh, listeners, I'm not familiar with every way that people receive podcasts. So let us yeah, know just, how we can help. I'm not gonna TikTok. I don't know what Twitch is. You know. I know. I know exactly what you're thinking right now. So just, <laughs> just stop. Can I please say it? I know. Ex- well, maybe we'll start at OnlyFans. <laughs> I knew you're gonna say that. <laughs> you have made that joke before. I'll let, I'll let this roll. But I knew you're going there. <laughs> I think uh, that's the that seems to be very popular. All right, uh, you know we'll get to it as we, as I give you last year's list. But at one point you mentioned uh, that you had a movie from Netflix at your house. But what you're trying to describe is how Netflix used to be like you get the physical yeah, yeah, medium, yeah, uh, physical media. <laughs> that sounds so. The, speaking of which, I ago. have a movie for you in the car. Oh, Forgot good. to bring okay. it in. Remind so uh, me I mean, I'll mention it later. But it was Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I was mentioned that I liked it. You said I have that DVD from Netflix right now, which that was ten years That's ago. That's crazy. Doesn't that feel like forever ago that we we had things mailed to us like yeah. that? So then it got me thinking, and this is not about the the podcast. I just want to make a prediction. It got me thinking. You know what has to go? Those red boxes. Oh yeah. I think by episode two thousand that will be a thing of the past. Physic. I'm not saying all physical media rental will cease to exist. I'm specifically saying I don't see the red box model. Yeah. Lasting much longer. Physical media will continue to go in a niche formula, so like things like Criterion that I'm into will survive. No, I guess what I mean but is it won't. Like, yeah. Like Blockbuster is gone, but there's other video stores. I I don't see that all video stores will cease to exist. But red that model of red box where they're just everywhere. Yeah. I don't think that's... I, I've, I've never red boxed anything. Ever in your life. Ever. Oh, I've done a lot. But in recent years, and maybe even especially after last year with the pandemic and being stuck at home and being told that the coronavirus was on everything. Which so, it wasn't. <laughs> no, but... Doesn't that part just make you mad? So it wasn't me, on anything. Let me just make my point. So I didn't use Redbox purposely last year, and so I found myself doing a lot more streaming rentals. And to me, now they're a little bit more expensive. But to not have to leave and just to get it right when I want, yeah, you, I like you know, that a lot more. It costs money to drive somewhere. Yeah. So for right now, I pay $4 to rent something on Prime, or I could spend about $2 to go to Redbox. I'd rather just spend two extra dollars and stay home. So anyways, Redbox by episode 2000 won't exist as it exists today. They'll probably have some sort of streaming <laughs> thing. I, I I think you went like a prediction direction with this. That's what I said. Yeah. I, that's how I opened this. So do you remember when Netflix was going to be Quickie Discs or whatever? The, no, I've never heard like of that. They were, they were going to split into two companies. Oh, that's... It that's... wasn't Quickie Discs, but it was like 
Quickster. That's what it was. Uh, that sounds just vaguely familiar. I don't remember very well. Do you want to make a different prediction that's not related to the podcast? No, I, I'm not on? making any predictions. I've got two more predictions, and then i got to go to this top five, but now you're okay. you're Googling. Yeah, Quickster Netflix. What happened? There was massive backlash because then everybody would have to have two subscriptions. Oh. Okay, so they're like, okay, we'll just be Netflix. Yeah. All right. Uh, I got one more for you, then you can go. Okay. I predict that over the next 1,000 episodes, you and I will have finally released our planned Alan Moore episode. I, it's a guarantee, for sure. isn't it? There's no way that we don't do it by then. It's a guarantee. I think <laughs> Can that, you believe it took a, we haven't done it in 1,000 episodes? That's not even a risk. No, that well, was I mean, it takes time yeah, to get these things together. Uh, yeah. Can't rush greatness. Do you have anything else for the future? Uh, no, I think just overall, I'd say what's served us so well is letting the show evolve, but not forcing it. And I think that's the formula for the future and like what will keep us going as long as we're doing that, let, let things evolve, let them change. Uh, but don't force it. I made a prediction last week that you said would not happen. I do think this is real. Facebook has recently talked about the metaverse it's yeah. not it's uni- gonna fail it's not unique to them but something like that that virtual reality where we're doing business and school inside virtuality i think that will be real eventually i'm not saying it's gonna be real in 10 years but for the sake of this prediction show by episode 2000 i predict that you and i will have done or we will be actively doing episodes in the what whatever it's called but in the metaverse yeah, so I think that something like that is probably inevitable in human history, but am I going to predict the Facebook version is going to be it? Okay. Nobody I mean, wants Lizard Man Zuckerberg's stupid, creepy dude, VR. Are, are you saying Lizard Man because of Cookie Christmas? Or oh, because I'm saying, you think he is a lizard person? Yeah, he's a lizard person. Wow. Well, this is a hot take. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> so go back to Cookie Christmas if you want more of lizard people. Speaking of Cookie Christmas and the future, yeah. are we doing Cookie Christmas no, of this year? we are. Of course we are. I mean, next month? I mean, sorry, next... No, not next, next week. Not In next two week, weeks is December. Weeks, yeah. So two weeks, the return of Cookie Absolutely. Christmas. Absolutely. All right, Ben. This episode, you know, we talked about momentum. I can feel like we're we're close to the wrap-up. So, That's okay. Let's do our top five. So here's what... I want to give you what you originally made and okay. then find out what you have now. And this, are we doing all time or currently? You pick. What do you want to do first? Let's do uh, things we're currently into. Okay. So in, in 2011, I'll give you your top five things that you're currently into... And tell me what, just respond as needed. Okay. <laughs> Number five, this is Ben, everybody. Ben's top five. Number five, the Wheel of Time series. Yeah, I'd say, I, you know, that's kind of come full circle, yes. hasn't it? I think I was probably into it back then because the final books were coming out. That's right. You had said on the episode that you had, uh, they had had 13 and you're waiting for the 14th and final book. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. So you I'd really... say there was a, a long lull where I would have been like, nah, but hey, it's come back around. Yes. All right. 10 years. Uh, number four for Ben, Fringe. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> even back then though this is interesting yeah you even were saying it's not always a great show but it's pretty good and now you yeah. wouldn't have time for something like yeah, that i would have quit all right number three for ben the things you were currently into were graphic novels yeah, but know. you specified that the emphasis was on fables yeah i liked fables was, i when i eventually read the whole thing it 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 shot itself in the yeah. foot pretty hard you specify or again to give more description you said i like reading i don't have as much time to read for fun right now and graphic novels allow me to read a, a good story in a quicker form yeah okay uh number two you're really high on this independent film called ink yeah inks it's a good movie you had watched it on hulu and recommended it to me there but said it was also available at netflix at which point i i uh 
admitted that I ha- I wasn't a subscriber to Netflix at the time. Not, which, not even Netflix in your house? No, which was not no, no Netflix. I, I I definitely had the discs before I went to the streaming. Yeah. So no, I never at this ten years ago uh, I was not on Netflix. I, I haven't is, I haven't watched that movie in a long time, but I do remember enjoying it. Yeah. And number one for Ben of his current favorite things back in twenty eleven, you said all mutant enemy productions, including Dollhouse, Firefly, Buffy, Doctor Horrible. Yeah, Joss Whedon's star has fallen. Yeah. Both in my heart and in reality. So, in light of that, do you want to give your number five? Or should we go back and forth? Yeah, no, I'll give my number five. And then you can do the same thing. We give your list and then your current. Uh, My number five is The Wheel of Time. Oh, my gosh. That's (laughs) awesome. That's great. I mean, you know, if people read the post on Facebook, I'm I'm so-so on the show. But, I mean, between doing the read-through and... You know, it's such a big thing right now that, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. All right. Number, that's <laughs> great. That's, that's so awesome. I said. It's like, I think any other time in the last <laughs> 10 years, I don't think I would have said that, but it just Today. happens to be the week after it just released on Amazon and we've been doing this read through <laughs> yeah. and we're, we're kind of through the slog and getting to the final four books. And oh, man. It's a wheel of time. Perfect timing. All right. Number four for you. Uh, Agatha Christie, uh, the oh, Poirot good. Uh, mysteries. And, I, and yeah, I don't care that I pronounced it wrong. Poirot. For whoever's going to correct us. Somebody to correct us. All right. Uh, number three. Uh, conspiracy theories, but especially simulation theory. Wow. Okay. This yeah. is great. Okay. I didn't know that you were going to say that. And I, um, and this, you know, kooky Christmas coming up. Number two. Uh, James Bond. All right. Especially Roger Moore. <laughs> yes. You just love it. <laughs> My guy. All right. Number one for you. For your favorite current thing. <laughs> A Dune. Yeah, of course. I mean, obviously. All right. Are you ready for my past number five or yeah top five. Pa- past top five all right top five for me five number five uh, do my contact for me. Uh, five scott pilgrim versus the world i just loved it i had recently watched it and you were just about to watch it and we did do a video review back then which i put into the main feed this year so check out our thoughts there uh four number four i actually said the avengers but i can i don't know if the term marvel cinematic universe was as big in 2011 you can tell by what i'm describing i'm describing the marvel cinematic universe but I kept on just referring Wait, to it. Was the Avengers movie out? Back? No, it was, no, it was a year out. But there were lots of rumors about what we would see. We'd already had a lot of movies that were building towards it. So kind of exactly what you said you were starting to get annoyed by. That was really hyping me up for it. Yeah. <laughs> there began a decades-long argument yeah, that will exactly. probably continue in your, into your tonight. current... Until later tonight. <laughs> uh, number three. Number three. At the time... Now, I've still not watched... Uh, I, I think this is true. I've never watched any of the Star Trek series in full. I've seen the most of Next Generation. But right around this time, I'd stumbled ac- upon um, some fan collections of themed episodes. Right. So I had just been watching through all of the time travel themed episodes and alternate universe themed episodes. And those so are I like catnip for you. So I mentioned that Star Trek, but those specific fan collections was what I was into. And this is the first time on the show that you ever said you hated something. <laughs> so Star Trek, the that's, first thing you hated. Beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful milestone. That should be a trivia question. What's the first thing I ever said I hated on the show? Star Trek. All right. Number two for me. Uh, yeah. Number two. Fringe. Just like you, we were related to it. We did do, I think we did some video reviews yeah. back in season one. Well, I know we did a, a, like season three was the season that ended that we did not like. Yeah. I think that, I'm not positive. I think you may have jumped off after season yes, three. Yes, I did. And I kept on going. And it it got 
in some ways it got better and in some ways it got worse. Yeah. Okay. And number one. Number one, similar to you, Mutant Enemy Productions, Dollhouse Firefly, Buffy, Serenity, Dr. Horrible, Angel. I was like in the midst of watching some of these for right. the first time. So that was a big part of our lives in 2011. It was. All right. Not anymore. Are you ready for my current? Yeah. Number five. Let me go, let me go check this out. Oh, sorry. I have, to, I have the list all over the place. So my current favorite things. Here we go. Number five, Moby Dick. Yeah. We just came off of that reading over on the uncensored feed. I'm, I just okay. So I'm still really into it. I don't actually own a copy of this book. I I have the audio book. Well, didn't I give you? Have, I mean, you it's not me, a very. Yes. Re- it's more of a collector thing than, and and like a coffee table. I book do like than it. It is the one you'd sit down to read. But get this: uh, a couple weeks back, it was my uncle's birthday, and I often will get him a book that I've recently read on the show. But that's not 100% true. I remember that after we did the Divine Comedy, I got him that. I can't remember if I got him Paradise Lost. But as his birthday was coming up, I thought, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll get him a nice copy of Moby Dick. And so yeah. I, I bought him one, and he had uh, said he never read it. So he was looking forward to checking it out. So did you, you, you're going to give him the uncensored episodes? If he wants them, I'm or happy I don't to know if your him. uncle's the type of fellow I think who would he'd appre- love it. Oh, he'd appreciate yeah. that humor. All right, number four. Number four. The Rocky franchise. I'm right now rewatching, uh, watching through it again, and I'm kind of excited that there's this, uh, I guess you call it a director's cut of Rocky Four. So yeah, I, I've this is another thing that I don't know that I would have got to it if it wasn't for us reviewing on the show. But I've ended up loving Rocky. Speaking of Rocky, I know we we both want to get back to Rambo, and I'm uh, ready anytime you're ready. I, I've been feeling the call of that Rambo Two disc, okay. so someday soon you're going to get a text with that that code in it for. I you. mean. I, I'm, I don't want to put the pressure on you, but the second that you send it to me, I, I I'm going like to watch it like that day. I feel like it's time. I'm ready. So probably in the next week or so. Maybe right. even this weekend. Okay. Maybe even tonight. Make I don't it know. Happen, Captain. It could happen. Now, Should we celebrate t- our anniversary or the milestone by watching Rambo 2 tonight? Uh, maybe. Okay. <laughs> That's not happening. All right. Go ahead. <laughs> number two. I mean, no, there's number three for me. Oh. Uh, I mentioned the Marvel was going to come up. I know you hate it. Yeah, I, I, I do this, hate this, it. This is a big distinction between us. I, I do still love it. It's not as good in 2021. But yeah. I'm still interested in Marvel. As yeah, I, I can smell the desperation in your reviews. Like you gave Eternals three and a half stars, but I could tell that wasn't a three and a half star movie. I think I could admit that. I always give it, I don't really go back and change my star ratings, but as I think on it now, I don't think it is three and a half. Yeah. It's not been a good year for Marvel. So I am wondering where the future is going. But as I look at, as I look backward as a whole, I really love the MCU. I, it's on rocky ground for me right now. As what it should have ended with Endgame. It would have been. And you know what? It would have been beautiful. Here's something I'll admit. If they had ended with Endgame, I don't suddenly become an MCU fan mm-hmm. by any means, but it cuts some of my, not all, but some of my criticisms off at the knees. I've said this on the show before. I'll just quickly repeat it before I go to my number two. Uh, as I'm watching the credits of Endgame, I'm thinking to myself for the first time, they should have just stopped right here. This yep. is. This would have been a great but ending. They can't they because can. they are an exploitive machine. Always remember that. Even if they produce something good, yeah. they are run by an exploitation engine. All right. Number two, I am really getting to Isaac Asimov's books yeah. these days. So I'm I'm naming all three of the main series, the Robot series, Empire series, and Foundation series. Although, as we're recording here, episode 1000, I've not started the Empire series. I've started iRobot. I'm well into Foundation, yep. but I'm very into his writing and his the, the world he's created. So I, I can't remember. Have you read most of? No. Okay. I've, I've read iRobot and I've read the Foundation books, okay. but that's it. All right. 
And number one, Dune. Uh, of How could it not be? Yeah. You and I are doing a deep dive on tons of the books. We're we're Dune. Uh, the the movie was my favorite movie of the year by far. Yeah, even better than Eternals. <laughs> yes, much better. <laughs> no, I mean, this is you're gonna just hate me say this. The only thing that could possibly compete for my favorite movie of 2021 I is Spider Man. Do you know how annoyed I feel yes. every time I see that trailer? I don't know how annoyed you feel. I just so I'm so excited for the trailer, but I I I don't think it, I want Spider Man to be good. I don't think it can be, can be as good as Dune. You know that, like the No Way Home or whatever it's called, that trailer is essentially the reason they're appealing to you. They're not banking on good storytelling. I'm not saying it will have bad storytelling. Maybe it'll be a great movie, but it's 100 percent banking on you recognizing things that you like from other things. That's what they're selling you. Now, you can still enjoy that, but at least enjoy it with your eyes open to understand how exploitive that is. Same thing with the new Ghostbusters movie. They did the exact same thing. They failed to tell their story. Instead, they just put in a series of references. And you can like that. You can have fun. You can even enjoy that. You can give it 500 stars for all I care. But just be recognized of what you're watching when they do that is not good storytelling. All right. All right. I hear you. Top all time. Yeah. I was just thinking about all time. Now, we in the first episode, we tried to uh, stay strictly with sci fi. So I want to ask you the question as you're about to give me your yeah, top. Yeah, it's pretty sci fi. Okay. Sci fi right. fantasy. All right. Why don't we count down yours? Can you give me a number five? This is your past 2011 all time favorite things. Yeah. N- number five Battlestar Galactica. And you said. You had had considered putting X Files into that spot Ugh. back in 2011. <laughs> that was but, before we excavated those right, guys. Right, but you remember that I had a weak ending, and we agreed that yeah. the ending was weak. So it got weaker. Yes. So X. So Battlestar Galactica four. Dune the book, of course, because Man. you had mentioned that you had seen these, uh, like the the miniseries. I don't think yeah. you'd seen the David I, Lynch I, movie I at the time. Uh, and of course, this movie that we saw just now was not on your radar. <laughs> so Dune the book, and you. Oh, and I think you specified you didn't necessarily like two and three were good thus in the series but you really you were specifically aiming this vote at just the first book yeah Uh, and now i love the whole series Mm -hmm. but it it does take time they they get weird uh number three number three is lord of light by roger zelazny yeah that's great and at this point you said you didn't include lord of the rings because you were trying to keep it very specifically sci-fi and not genre so lord of the rings won't be on this list although i imagine it would have been one and number two, Firefly. Number one, Star Wars. But you did say you weren't a fan of the prequel trilogy, but you just love Star Wars. Can you believe it? Yeah, I mean, I like all those things. Twenty eleven. I'd say I still like all those things. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know that they there's many that would make my top five today. Do you but want we'll your runners see. up? Here are your runners yeah. up. Fahrenheit four fifty one. That's great. The X Files. Lost is one of your runners up. <laughs> Aliens, and you said specifically the second movie in that series, none, none others. Here's one. I when I heard you say this, I was I was thinking to myself, how have I never read this book? I like the author. You named the book by Christopher Priest called Inverted World yeah. as one of your all time favorite things. It's a crazy book. I will read this book. I did should. I love Christopher Priest of what I've read, and I'm surprised I haven't read that book yet. Okay, here we go. Two more. The Matrix and Dark City. All right. All right. Well get ready for a different sort of list. <laughs> Number five, Ben. Except for Dune. I'm gonna put Dune on there again. All so right. you know it's a current thing, and uh, it's it's at number five in my top time all all timers. But yeah, Dune, and I I will now expand that to say the whole series, the Frank Herbert series. Okay. Wow. All right, number four. four. I Par- Paradise Lost. 
Okay. So I'll just say Paradise Lost. I, I love Paradise Lost. I love we covered it on the show, and uh, I think it's just phenomenal. Number three. Lord of the Rings. Yeah, screw you, 2011, Ben. <laughs> We're getting genre fiction in here. The Lord of the Rings. All right, number... And specifically the books. I for, I do like the movies a lot. I love the movies in some ways, but specifically the books. All right, number two. Stanley Kubrick. Just him? <laughs> Just him. <laughs> Just, yeah, you I mean, his, 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 his career, his, the films of Stanley Kubrick. Okay. Um, number two. No, that was... I'll tell you why I'm distracted. I'm just going to be honest. I'm a little bit distracted moving some things around because I have too many, and I don't know what to make my top five. I have seven here. So All right. go ahead, number one. Dante. Dante's the best. The end. I want to tell you what... I kind of want to tell you what I'm faced with. Yeah. Well, you can do a top seven. I don't care. <laughs> I don't want I don't want to do it that way. Well, then really... do two runners up. Let's just talk it out. I want you to help me figure okay. out what do I love. This is, okay. this is another you, part of the show. You've been farming out more of your decisions to me in recent years. It just helps me. <laughs> it helps our relationship. Uh, I'll, I'll start with an easy number five. Oh, wait. Have I given you my last last time? My 2011? No. All right. Here we go. 2011, Matt. Count me down. Five. Star Wars. Four. I, I'm I'm almost embarrassed that this was true back in 2011. <laughs> I hadn't read a lot. I had mentioned that uh, one of my honorable mentions. It's going to be Ted Decker. Yes, it's, it? it's the Circle Trilogy by Ted Decker. I had said I remember liking Chronicles of Narnia, but I decided that I'd go with something lesser known. I mean, now I've, I've, I don't know if I've even read a single Ted Decker book since we started it's, podcasting. It's okay to admit that you're ashamed. <laughs> remember, didn't he call you once? Oh like my you, goodness! Yeah, you, I yes, I did buy a book because there was some sort of thing. If you bought like three, he would call you. <laughs> so uh, yes, okay. I I think it's on the show. I think in one of that's, our past shows. That's pure desperation. <laughs> I think if you listen to one of our past shows, I, yeah. I played that voicemail on the on the Sci-Fi Christian. Okay, cool. Thanks for that memory. All right, number three. <laughs> I couldn't decide between my favorite superheroes, so I just said Spider-Man and Batman as okay. my number three. These are all, my all-time favorite things in 2011. <laughs> Which pair of pajamas do you want to wear tonight? <laughs> number two. Wear the Batman bottoms and Spider-Man top. All right, number two. Number two. Back to the Future. And number one, Lost. Lost. I'm going to just gonna spoil it right now. Lost is not on my list this year. What? What? It's not. Uh, it's, it's not an all-time favorite thing anymore. Wow. I like it still, but it's just I I can't say it's an all-time favorite thing right now. Right now. Yeah. Like, because uh, in parentheses, like I mentioned what? at the beginning of the show, this is all-time top five favorite things. As of now, maybe it will change if there's a revival, and I love the revival. But listen to all of these runners-up I gave that night. I gave the Planet of the Apes franchise a runners-up, uh, or honorable mention. Sliders, Battlestar Galactica, The X-Files, Quantum Leap, The Matrix, and this is the first time you and I discussed on the show, well, obviously it was episode one, that we uh, disagree on which is the better of the sequels. Yeah. I think, not, I think Reloaded is the better one. I hope we both think that uh, Resurrections is the better one. Yeah. Uh, also, Alias, Groundhog Day, Daybreak, which is a fun show, but not one of an all-time favorite things. No. You liked it, though, I know. So It was fine. And then X-Men, the animated series. All right. Are you ready? I, I'm, I, as we're closing out the show, I'm having a really hard time with my all-time top five because, well, let's just dive in. Give me number five. All right. Number five. The Planet of the Apes franchise. I still do love it. And I might like it even more. I think I recognize that I really do love it right now. Okay. Like, whereas back then I had it as an honorable mention. Yeah. I'm, I'm just making a mental note to chip away at that one over the next thousand episodes. Okay. Number four. Uh, all right. Here's where it gets a little tricky. I've got four things. 
and I tried to group them together, and I was, then I was thinking, this does not really seem fair. I grouped them together at first by the fact that we did deep dives on these things. So okay. I'm just going to tell you right now, I love the Divine Comedy, Paradise Lost, Moby Dick, and Dune. I'll let I'll 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 Is that accept just it. Three and four. <laughs> I'll just accept it. That can be your four. No, I want that. If it, that has to be higher. If it if that can't be one thing. Which are those? I want you to tell me which of those do I like the least. Give them to me again. The Divine Comedy. Yep. Paradise Lost. Moby Dick and Dune. Probably Dune. I mean, they're so like that's not an insult to mm-hmm. Dune, of course, mm-hmm. but they're they're so great. I'd say probably Dune and so, Paradise Lost are yes, uh, are, okay. are four and three. Let and me you kind of swap them and then two and one. So would let's be, do it this way: yeah. seven, number seven, Planet of the Apes; number six, Dune; number five, then Paradise Lost; number <laughs> want to make sure I get this right: four, four Moby Dick; number three, The Divine Comedy. And then the, you're going to hate this, but if I'm just it's being going to be Back to the Future. Well, no, like here's what I want to say: I. Sometimes people ask, do you, or you even say, do you give it a different rating so Ben's not mad? And I, I sometimes am tempted, but I try to be really honest. And as I was making this list earlier today, I was like, I can't put this thing higher than the, the Divine Comedy. <laughs> <laughs> but I, but, but I, I hear an admission that you acknowledge it's not as good. It is not objectively better as a work of art. Right. But, but nevertheless, I, but if I'm being honest with what I actually like, I honestly do like Marvel better. Wait, you're putting Marvel? Number two, Marvel. I was ready for Back to the Future. I was Back to the Future is my number one. I was ready for that. <laughs> you're saying you're you're saying I'm that, saying all Marvel. Comic books, the um the the TV shows, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I just like that pro I like that That's a trash take. See, I know this is oh, what I'm sorry. saying. Sorry. Like in my head that's... earlier today, I'm I'm making this list, I'm thinking Ben is not going to respond well to this. I was but, so ready to be kind. Like, I was actually geared. I thought we were at number two, <laughs> and I thought you were going to drop back to the future. Well, that's my number one. I, that was, I was prepared to give you that. But not like, Marvel. No. But all Marvel, not just MCU. It doesn't matter. All you're doing is importing more trash. <laughs> so I just, if I'm being honest, I love Divine Comedy, but I know that I'm more into Marvel. <laughs> it's just true. It's just true. So there it is. That's my top seven. That was a tough one for me. Yeah. But those are, but here are some of my runners-up uh, for what could have been on my all-time favorite list. Rocky. Love Rocky. Godfather, but the reason I'm torn on this is I just love the first movie. And, I, of course, the second movie is good. I'm so-so on the third one. I mean, it's no Marvel. Like, wait, wait. Just the, the Godfather the has, has one subpar effort, but all the trash that Marvel is. Like, I, you're importing all, like Thor the Dark World, <laughs> and that doesn't move the needle. But just, Godfather 3, we can't have that. Here's some other things that didn't make the list. Terminator. I love the first movie and the franchise. Groundhog Day. The Matrix. Star Wars. The Truman Show. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. And then I had Casablanca and Lawrence of Arabia, although we did say... Sci-fi only. And then finally, notably not on the list, Lost. Sorry, Lost. Yeah. You lost I'd rather I'd rather you have Lost than Marvel. Really? Easy. Like, I could roll my eyes at you putting Lost above the Divine Comedy. <laughs> That's just part of the theme of the show. But Marvel? Uh, it, you, I mean... Like you said before, the more things change, the more things you stay know the that, same. You know that's not a defensible position, right? I did put it in parentheses, and I noticed I didn't say it out loud, that there's an emphasis on Spider-Man. Does that help? No. <laughs> Spider-Man 3, the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> I, 
Ah. Like, just think, just remember this. The show's wrapping up. How let's let's come back around to all the great milestone and happiness. I mean, forget running out of things to say. I quit. <laughs> this is it. Marvel. Do you consider this a loss? Like <laughs> ten years of work. I down the train. I, I I was like like. Okay, with those four amazing choices, I've exposed you to such great things, but darn it, Eternals is still going to nudge them out at the finish line. <laughs> it's just, just going to take a little more work. You're almost uh, there. You're unreal. almost there. You're almost there. So in closing, I'll say, let me hit the music, actually, because I, I got to get you out of here. In closing, I'll say that we started the show by saying this podcast was going to be about talking about the, uh, the theology or philosophy of what we're seeing in genre topics, you know, movies, books, TV shows. Uh, that In some ways, we, we lay that out as a mission statement. Do you feel like that's remained true, that we extract theology and philosophy from what we're seeing in pop culture? I, I would put it this way now. We talk about things that interest us with a Christian underpinning, meaning that the Christianity informs what we talk, like how we talk and what we talk about, but we talk about whatever interests us. When people ask me about my podcast, I say we talk about it's called the Sci-Fi Christian, and it uh, in it we talk about theology and pop culture. That's kind of yeah. how I describe it. Yeah, you don't really like that phrase, pop culture. No, though, I, huh? I, 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 I think actually it, hate pop culture. It, it, help, it does help explain though I to people what it's we're, the elevator pitch. Yeah, exactly. Can I? What's your elevator pitch? Let's say somebody said, "What's your podcast about?" Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say theology and pop culture. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Completely unrelated to episode 1000. Well, so right. Can I give you just a funny after the credits observation I made this weekend? Yeah, here we go. And that's all from here. I'm Matt Anderson. I'm Ben DeVoto. And for the 1000th time, I was like, is that, I was thinking, is that true? I mean, we had time loops. So for about 1000 times, <laughs> we're the Sci Fi Christians. Yeah, goodbye. Signing off. All right. So here's your after credits story. This is not like the cap on a thousand episodes, but it's mildly amusing. So I, I mentioned I saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. I took yeah. the kids. And so in the trailers before the, the theater, back to back, played the trailer for the Batman, the new Batman movie, mm-hmm. and then Morbius, the oh, Marvel yeah. movie. And I, I thought to myself as I was watching it, it's as though you told two filmmakers to make movies about Batman, but only one of them knew who he was. <laughs> 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 all right uh, all right well that's all from here thanks everybody Goodbye. thanks for thanks for being here with us over the years we appreciate you and good night everybody yeah why did you grunt at everyone <laughs> <laughs> like the way to go out <laughs>